I'm Pastor Brian Paulson, and this is The Message. We're glad you're listening here in Libertyville, in Lake County, or around the world. Center your heart now with the prayer for illumination, listen deeply to the scripture, and allow the message to speak God's word for your life. Please join me for praying the prayer for illumination. Gracious God, we do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from your mouth. Make us hungry for this heavenly food, that it may nourish us today in the ways of eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, the bread of heaven. Amen. Our first scripture is from the book of Psalm. It is a pilgrimage song, Psalm 126. When the Lord changed Zion's circumstances for the better, it was like they had been dreaming. Our mouths were suddenly filled with laughter. Our tongues were filled with shouts of joy. It was even said at that time among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. Yes, the Lord has done great things for us, and we are overjoyed. Lord, change our circumstances for the better, like dry streams in the desert waste. Let those who plant with tears reap the harvest with joyful shouts. Let those who go out crying and carrying their seed come home with joyful shouts, carrying bales of grain. This morning we have one of the most beautiful songs in Scripture, the Magnificat. Listen with the ears of your heart. Luke 1, 46 to 56. Mary said, With all my heart I glorify the Lord. In the depths of who I am, rejoiced in God my Savior. He has looked with favor on the low status of his servant. Look, from now on, everyone will consider me highly favored because the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He shows mercy to everyone from one generation to the next who honors him as God. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered those with arrogant thoughts and proud inclinations. He has pulled the powerful down from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty-handed. He has come to the aid of his servant Israel, remembering his mercy, just as he promised to our ancestors, to Abraham, and to Abraham's descendants forever. And Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then returned to her home. The word of the Lord. Well, I wonder if you've heard about the pastor who bought a parrot. It didn't go very well. I just need to tell you this. No sooner did the parrot arrive home that the parrot demonstrated all the words the parrot could speak, and everyone was foul, rotten, and terrible. No one could come visit the pastor. He tried to reform this parrot. He did everything he possibly could. And finally, in a moment of complete exasperation, he took the parrot and put it in the freezer. 
Now, after a little while, there was a little scuffling and then silence. Then the pastor thought, and I call myself a Christian, what have I done? He went to the freezer, opened the freezer, and the parrot is looking straight at him. And the parrot says, I'm so very sorry. I don't know what got into me. Please forgive me. Now, at this point, the pastor was about to ask what caused this great change, and then the parrot asked, I just have one question for you. What did the chicken do? <laughs> now, um, <laughs> I want to talk with you today not about parrots and chickens. I do want to talk with you about change, about transformation. I want to talk about you, our church, and the community that we serve. Now, here in Libertyville, there is a river that flows through this town. It goes all throughout Lake County. And its waters draw game and wildlife and people. And it's done this from one generation to the next. Indigenous people, immigrants, people from all over the world, its waters have fed plants, animals, and humans across multiple generations. Now, last month, I visited my parents who have a home in Arizona. And I went out there, and of course, in Arizona, I lived there for about 11 years with my family. There are rivers, but most of the year, those riverbeds are dry. Crossing those riverbeds, you just longingly look to the side in summer. They look so thirsty and hungry for something, a kind of yearning. The psalm that Barbara read for us this morning is a prayer that is sung by God's people. And in verse 4 of that psalm, it says, Our circumstances have been like a dry riverbed yearning in the desert. Now, about a year ago, many of us felt like that dry riverbed. We were coming out of pandemic, dreaming new dreams, and then found ourselves grieving over the departure of two creative and beloved partners in ministry. Following worship at our annual meeting today, you'll hear elders reflect on what a difference a year can make. Here at the First Presbyterian Church of Libertyville, we are blessed. We are blessed by the steady flow of a river. And that is the river of God's grace. From one generation to the next, over 150 years. Now, the name of God, according to Mary, is holy. She sings it out in our gospel reading today. To get an understanding of this, you can turn to the prophet Isaiah, who explains that God's holiness is a kind of wholeness that fills all of eternity. Now, Mary discovers that this broad wholeness, this abundance, flows from God and goes right through her own life. God shows mercy to everyone, she sings. 
Mercy to everyone who lives by faith, perceiving the goodness and steadfast love of God. A young Mary, she had much to fear. The circumstances of her life suggested hardship, confusion, disgrace, all of that lying in front of her. But then faith arrived. God's messengers, angels, strengthened her presence and her courage. Now take a minute and look around you here. You know, look at the people around you. Take a minute, see those people. And I want you to look at them carefully and recognize there are angels all around you. Each person is a little sign that God can do marvelous things when we open our hearts to God. Now maybe this morning you feel as if your life is just a dry riverbed. I remember driving when I lived in Arizona to meetings of our presbytery. I was serving a church in Phoenix and often I'd go out to the town of Wickenburg and you enter that town by driving on a bridge over a broad dry wash and in the middle of the bridge in the middle of Arizona there's a little sign over this dry wash that says no fishing from the bridge <laughs> a lot of optimists in that town Every time I crossed the bridge, I'd laugh on my way into the meeting. I mean, I always figured you needed water to fish. A while back, I read an article in the Wickenburg Sun, and it said that dry wash, which is the Hasayampa River, is running every day. It is running beneath the bridge. But most of the year, the water is running underground. Now, I don't know how your life has been lately, but I want you to know that God's mercy is always near. It just may be running a little deeper than you imagine. So pay attention to the little signs because God puts them all around us. And maybe you are meant to be a little sign for someone else. Listen to Mary sing in our reading today. She sings out saying, God lifts up the lowly. Worshiping friend, God can lift you up. Lift me up. God can lift up this church, this community, and all of Chicagoland. Mary sings that God scatters those with arrogant thoughts and proud inclinations. I guess there's a lot of that going around in this world, too. And you know, Super Bowl is always an opportunity for over-the-top, arrogant extravaganza. But what I love at this time of the year, this week, when the stories come out, are stories of steadfast love. Like a story I read about the fathers of the two quarterbacks in this year's Super Bowl. Each 
is a steady and encouraging presence for their sons. It wasn't glitz or glamour that launched these two young men, men into their status, no. It was the steady daily guidance offered by their fathers. The kind of care, a sign, if you will, that can make a difference in our world. The care of a father, or of a mother, or an uncle, or an aunt. Care that a friend and family can offer. Care that Mary offered a little child called Jesus. Ours is a God who lifts up the lowly. And God can do this through each and every one of us, through all of us together. One of the most meaningful things that I believe our congregation discovered over the last year is the way that God can always do abundantly more than we can ever ask or imagine. If only we recognize all the gifts that God offers our lives, that deep river of grace and mercy running right beneath our feet. As we listen to the congregation this last year, we realize that everyone in this community of faith has beautiful gifts that God has bestowed. The possibility for innovation and insight is abundant among us, right within our midst. Now, there's a, a verse in the 12th chapter of the book of Proverbs, right at verse 14. And it uses the very same word that Mary is singing in our gospel reading today. Our translation today calls this good things. And here's the proverb. From the fruit of the mouth, one is filled with good things. Not just things. Another way of putting this is the sweetness of life. Good things. Scholars show that Mary's song is built from the foundation of Psalm 107 at verse 9, where it says, God satisfies the thirsty and the hungry. God fills with good things. Fill your home with the good things of God, worshiping friends. This is the treasure which a church can provide. This is the treasure that's seated all around you today. Little signs, angels, good things. God has shown us mercy. Mercy to everyone, Mary sings in her song. And this word, mercy, it comes from the Hebrew word hesed. Mary draws her beautiful expression of this from Psalm 103 at verse 17. And here's the way I paraphrase that verse. The steadfast love and loyalty of God, mercy, is from everlasting to everlasting. It rests on those who live by faith, and God's wholesome gifts flow onward like a river of blessing onward to our children's children. A song, it can transform lives. Mary's song did this. Our songs do. Your life can. 
I love the hymn that sings, My life goes on in endless praise. How can I help but singing? Or as Mary sings today, My soul magnifies God. God's mercy, steadfast love, available to all generations. It surrounded Mary's life with goodness, and her life in turn became a song of transforming grace. Now, here at the church, we do not have a freezer full of chickens. And we're not in the business at First Press of scaring and shaming people to change. But transformation is our song. It flows like a river. It fills our lives with good things. Even when we do not see it, God's mercy is flowing for everyone. Friends, be a transforming sign that others can see. This I deliver to you in the name of the Holy Trinity, the transforming God of love. Amen. Thank you for listening on our podcast or through our YouTube playlist of sermons. Be sure to forward this message to someone whom you believe is seeking God's word today.